You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Reclamation Show. I'm with my parents. Hello, hello. Hello. And today we're going to be talking all about inclusionary parenting. Whoop, whoop. In what? Inclusionary parenting. Inclusionary a what, what? This is a topic that I think my two birth givers, you are not a birth giver, I'm not father. a birth giver, no. My life givers are really good at. And it's a topic that I'm quite passionate about because I think everyone deserves to grow up in a home where they're loved and accepted for who they are. And I think sometimes parents can be uneducated about certain parts of their children's identities or they have religious backgrounds or whatever it is that makes them unsure about being fully accepting towards their child. And so today we're going to talk all about the importance of inclusionary parenting and why it's awesome to grow up in a household where you're loved and accepted for whoever you are and whatever you want to do with your life. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, I'm going to throw it to, I can't decide, so I'm going to ask a question. You guys can decide who's going to answer. Fight club. (laughs) My question is, so I want to circle this topic mainly around like LGBTQ plus community and stuff because that's something I'm passionate about um, because, you know, I'm me. And so my question is, with all of the different labels and stuff that that they're the queers in my generation have to offer nowadays. Um, and guys, for context, I have a whiteboard on my door um, that my mother asked me to put up because my identity and my label changes probably once a month. So Sometimes more. <laughs> yeah, so I have a whiteboard on my door that I just change out when something changes therefore no need to ask questions and we move on with our lives um i so i don't have to re-come out like hey there's this new thing it's just like oh look at the door yay um so with all of the new crazy labels and the confusion and the stuff like that as parents in all of the confusion that there might be how do you stay inclusionary when it might be confusing. Ooh, ooh, I can answer. Justin? <clears throat> yes, Justin, you have something you want to share? I love you. <laughs> because that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I love you. I see the relationship, and I want the relationship more with you than I want to be a right about my fear of you. Ooh. I... I that was good. That was oh, really good. Drop the mic. Okay, Thank and we end there, folks. Um, I like that, and I appreciate that because I think I've I'm fortunate enough to not have experienced this personally from you guys, but I have seen it within other people. Of there is a hatred that comes from the not understanding somebody else, and in my episode, I did with Wow, and we talked all about the fight for inclusion um i talked about well we both talked about how sometimes like the sentence um walk a mile in someone else's shoes sometimes their shoes aren't going to fit your feet 
but that does not mean that you have the right to be hateful towards them and it doesn't mean that you can't walk alongside them in love and i think a lot of the times people forget that you're not always going to understand what it's like to walk in someone else's shoes and that's okay but you can love them anyways after and the break i can break this down for you by the way just oh, a little teaser simple nipple snapple apple oh, oh. <laughs> Snapple oh. apples, that we just said. This is now an X-rated oh. show. Oh, here we go. Oh. No, it wasn't what she said. It was what she said right before that. <clears throat> Please continue, love. <laughs> Take us to break. <laughs> so it just slipped Walked right out the of there. Walked the X on it for the production team. It's all good. Anyways, um, train like you play. So. Thank you, Mom. We already did an episode about parenting. It's not your time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Just get it so where I can. We are going to go to a break. We've been talking all about inclusionary parenting. This is beyond words important. And if you or someone you know are looking for an environment where you are included, no matter who you are, what you look like, who you love, all of the that loveliness come join our community because we love you for who you are and we accept you for who you are and we want to play with you for who you are with who you are all of the things um and it's such a lovely high vibe community it's continuing to grow and there's so many amazing people who are stepping up and leading within that community and it's such an honor to work alongside each and every one of them we cannot wait to see you there and meet you there and love you there so come join us Come play with us. And we've been talking all about inclusionary parenting. We'll be right back after the break. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back from the break. And we've been talking all about inclusionary parenting. I like how we came back from the break and I introduced it like I was introducing the episode. Um, that made me happy. Okay. So before the break, I asked a question on with all of the confusing labels and confusingness of identity and all of that. How do you stay inclusionary and accepting of your child for who they are? And dad, you had a awesome answer. Um, Cause you're awesome. So like works out. Um, and then I made a comment that made the show X rated. Don't rewind mom. You said that you could break down something I was talking about earlier. So break it down. All right. You ready for this? Okay. Stop. Girl. So Stop. dad answered that question beautifully. <laughs> totally. Like perfectly. That is the answer. You choose love. You choose the relationship above all else then you address the understanding, right? Don't try to reverse those things. Don't seek understanding or wait until you understand or until you've had the big debates before you remember that you love your child and that's truly all that matters. Put that first. I love you. I'm noticing I'm confused and I'm a little uncomfortable with this conversation and I love you. So maybe you can help me understand better, right? Let them teach you is is number one, right? That's a phenomenal way to stay really relevant in your children's lives is to allow them to continue to show you and tell you and paint for you what their world looks like. We we don't get access to their worlds, folks. Their worlds don't and include us. And we're, we're not going to be there 
when they're running the world. Yeah, we have an expiration date, all right? So, so if you want to stay relevant with your children, let them show you their world. Don't insist that their world look just like yours or that they only look at your world. That's just taking steps backwards. Boring, yeah, well, we've done it. Like, show us something new. I don't want to go back and review my life, thanks. We're doing that already. Like, I don't need to see you live my existence again. That thing, you know, that's enough. And so, so any, this is how it happens. This is, this is the challenge. So look at this, like polite society. I think about these things a lot. Polite society, at least how most of us were trained in traditional middle class, United States, you know, perhaps white middle class, but I think it, it's a little bit bigger than that. That, that there, the things that you don't talk about in polite society are um, race, religion, and sex. Okay. Okay. Super fascinating. I, I, Just I, I will. I will confirm for that. Right. So that with that was programmed in us. These are the things we don't talk about. Right. So look at that. Just hold that right there. And then let's look at you know psychosocial sociologically what what we've seen in society. We've seen eras where the idea of being in relationships with somebody that is a different religion than you you could you could lose your life over right like that extreme right and it and that's still going on in certain parts of the world we've seen situations in this country where if you're in relationship with somebody who's a different race than you particularly if it's incredibly visually obvious right there's a contrast to be seen with the eyes we've seen that get people killed right if we if we can't understand and or we've seen people in relationship with um, others who who may be the same gender, and we've seen that lead to people getting killed, right? So over here we have don't talk about these things. Over here we have these things happening. Why? Well, if we understand how we work when we start to separate how in groups and out groups work, the very first thing that our minds want to determine when we look at somebody else is gender. First thing. Very, Because very first thing. most of us have been trained in the binary. It's either you're in my camp or that one, right? Think of our classification tables, kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species, right? The, the, yeah, the, she knows how to recite that uh, verbatim <laughs> by memory. The, uh, the um, right, the, the, the higher up on that, the kingdom, right, the fewer classifications there are. So gender, when we're raised in the binary, you're either in my camp or someone else's, you're like me or not like me, right? So that's baseline. The next level is race, is visually obvious because we constructed it to be, we wanted classifications beyond gender to say, you go in this group, you go in this group, you go in this group, right? So we gave ourselves race, which that wasn't natural. We, we constructed it as a classification mechanism. If we can't determine race, we get kind of squirrely, like, are you, are you, and, and then we want to place values on it, right? And it just goes on and on and on from there. Religion the same way, but that's a little bit more difficult to identify sometimes. So what we're talking about is a society of people who've been raised not to talk about any of those things, but are programmed to think about those in a survival mode. Yep. What do you think happens? Well, and to, to tie it back to our last, last episode, is is that it, understanding that is the code to deconstruct how our how our minds work, how our egos work. Uh, this when you understand stuff at this level, as it applies to our minds and our programs, and recognize that we are computers. This is the baseline understanding of understanding ourselves, and we we can see it through the lens of science. <laughs> 
right? Then we can have the knowledge to be able to go, okay, well, wait a minute. Well, what does this mean? If I'm not supposed to talk about it, right? But I'm be- supposed to classify but I'm supposed people to classify based, on it. based on it. Then what do I do? And then that's where we malfunction, right? That's why that's why the the, the, the comedy routine on Saturday Night Live back in the nineties, right? Pat. That's was, right. Was so funny. What was was be- it? it was it was about a, uh, a person that you couldn't you, could, you couldn't tell. identify gender. Couldn't could right? identify and the gender. Name was Pat, the name so was it Pat. So could have been either. And that that was funny to people. Here, well, it it, <laughs> it came up in a part of it at a time when those were the only two options. That was the only that, two. That, 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 that popular, girl boy, do I agree with you or not? Right. That popular society was talking about. And right. So, and so that's and so we can look back through history, mm-hmm. and, and we can see where. It became uncomfortable. It became so uncomfortable that it became a, it became a skit comedy. That's right. Right, because when we go to skit comedy, that's basically the social collective going. We all see this. We need to talk about we it. We need to talk about it. We don't know how to talk about it, so we're going to make fun of it because that's what we do in our minds to when when we don't when we don't understand the disconnect between not being able to talk about it and yet still having to classify stuff yeah makes sense and and eva i know we totally hijacked your show i want to make one quick point and then um and show too and you probably get tired of of hearing this but but from a social science perspective it's actually a really good sign that we're talking about these no i agree for sure and and so the the fact that we've worked our way back to the binary is actually really positive in the transformational kind of evolutionary spaces because it's like, ooh, awesome Cause, now, cause you know, because we're working it. through dense layers here. For sure. um, and so so it is a good sign and in, in, in people are, are getting hurt by of these course. conversations and by the fear and by the misunderstandings mm-hmm. for sure. Well, I'm, I'm super excited for it because it means that we're going to, I mean, we're moving closer and closer to Star Wars and Star Trek, right? <laughs> if we ever envision like wanting to be able to interact with social, with, with with alien species and stuff, maybe that's what we're waiting we, we, for. We have to we have to get beyond the fact that we're all different, yeah. and that we're all have something to contribute to the conversation when we stay in relationship. But if we stay in fear. There's the, the we don't accomplish anything, and I personally would like to be on a starship someday. So ours. <laughs> And, Mom, you, you covered so many good points. Um, and I think that at the heart of it is... So, let's actually use an example from my own personal life because, like, of course. Um, the other a couple... No, like, last week, I got back from church camp. And at church camp, I had an experience with someone who I had already had a few conversations with um, who highly disagrees with the fact that I'm gay and seeing this person who she she was originally my friend and then this knowledge came out about me and then knowledge came out about somebody that I was in relationship with and she blamed me for the fact that that person was part of the LGBTQ plus community. All of that was interesting because I got to see true hatred and at the heart of it and quite honestly, I think that's probably some of the quote-unquote worst homophobia I've ever experienced from somebody. And quite honestly, I got to see what happens when people are uneducated and they do not know how to put relationships ahead of anything else. Well, and they're scared. 
because because they they don't when when we turn to hate and fear that is the baseline survival technique of fight or flight Mm -hmm. and hatred is part of that fight program that exists within us because it says the world's a big scary place so i have to fight against it when you're sitting solid in your faith especially at church camp (laughs) right which should tell you more about that person that you experience that from so then we can turn around and then have some empathy for their situation examine where they're at and look at their life as to where are they not feeling loved Mm -hmm. why is their first response as a child to go to turn to hatred and, and acknowledging think, that that we we can understand it, it doesn't change the doesn't, fact that as the avatar that you are, that's that doesn't feel good. No, like that, and I think, it hurts our hearts. Like it, we don't want to be judged for things that we feel are innate to who we are, or, or even who are that are special to who we are, or that matter to who we are. Yeah, and I think that the other day I was talking with one of my friends because she's a part of the LGBTQ plus community, but in a very sheltered home, and so she's not as aware of a lot of the things that I am when it comes to our community. And so we were having a conversation about it and I was updating her on some of the things like the don't say gay bills and stuff like that. And we were both just kind of talking about like how there was a time and there is still some places where people like us are being killed over this type of thing. And it reminded me when mom, when you were talking about how we've had conversations before around the fear that comes in a lot of parents when their child comes out to them, because I think, I mean, especially you guys, you grow up, grew up in a time where that was a very real fear for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And well, we, I, I had friends I know who were terrified to come out to their parents. And I, I had a friend that got beaten to death in high school because of it. So it's a very real fear. And I think that parents, I mean, all the parents I've talked to, you want to protect your child. And so what happens when they tell you something about themselves and you're not too sure if you understand it fully and you grew up in a time where if people, like if your child was out in public, they they would die for it. It's a very real fear. And I think that a lot of the times kids, we need to recognize that we grew up in very different times. Mom, you're talking about the things that in good society you don't talk about. In my generation, those are things we talk about very loudly and very proudly because I think we're kind of fed up of hiding that stuff about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Social media gave you all a beautiful outlet to explore <laughs> that in ways that we did, we weren't afforded. Absolutely. And I think that, and also, I mean, at least for me, I'm fortunate enough that I can wear rainbows and I can strut my stuff and I can outwardly say I kiss girls and like it. Katy Perry, shout out to you. Please come on my show. Anyways. um, (laughs) Hashtag Katy Perry. I can do all of that stuff and not be scared that I'm going to lose my life over it. I might be scared that I might get mildly hate crime from some people as I've experienced, but I'm strong enough to be able to handle it, mainly because I have the parents that I do. Some people don't have those same relationships. Some people I know cannot come out to their parents. Some people I know have almost gotten kicked out for it. And it's still a very real fear. And so parents, if me sharing my story at least a little bit shows you how important it is to be an outlet for your child to be able to be who they are, it is probably one of the most important things you can do for your child. Well, in love, love. Love your child. Exactly. 
Because yeah, when we don't understand, that's an easy one to go just back go to. to. Love. Just, just ask questions. Just go back to love. When you don't understand, go to love. Don't go to fear. Don't go to hatred. Don't go to anger. Don't go to what's this going to mean. Just just go back to love. And, and, I, and I'm actually going to say don't ask questions until you can remember you that you love this child. Love. Yeah. It, do what you need to, to do. First. You may need to say, I, I, I'm going to need a little bit of space with this one. I, I love you. Except and you. and I this is I just I need I need I need to do the responsible thing and look at why I'm reacting well, and this that's, way. That's the that's the interesting thing, right? Because we've heard so many stories, we've seen so many families, we know of the story after story across the, the world where where these things are happening because we, we somehow feel that our child is a reflection of our own whatever, our own standards, whatever the, the story is, whatever the programming of relief is, right? Even if we want to take it back all the way to, to religion, well, if you're in fear, you're, you're not in your faith. Because if you're in your faith, there is no fear. And, and, and having the willingness to be able to surrender that to whatever higher being it is that what higher power that it is that you believe in will allow you to hear mm-hmm. and remember that the only thing we ever have to do here is, is love mm-hmm. one another. And as parents, in all of those stories where people are estranged from their kids because mom and dad forgot to love or the child forgot to love it's because of that and i believe that as parents that's our that's our only responsibility is to love our kids you know why because i can't imagine my life my walk in faith without you and as a part of it Mm -hmm. and i think that a lot of the times there there's a lot of confusion around things like identity and stuff with the lgbtq plus being community there's more labels and identities than i can list and i know a lot of them no i'll be on social media i'll come across like a new flag or something they're like oh i didn't know that is that was a thing and parents i think one of the best things you can do is be willing to listen and think about especially if because coming out is a scary thing i mean even for me knowing that i had to at least ally parents it was still a scary thing to hey there's this new thing about me blah 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 it was still a scary thing and especially if that's something that your child is confident in and they want to share that with you you should be honored that they want to talk to you about that part of themselves because parents you live with your child if at least you can provide a stable foundation for them to know they are at least loved and accepted by you, then the rest of the world will not seem nearly as scary. Because if I hadn't had the home that I have, the girl who's texting me, calling me disgusting and harassing me at church camp would have been a lot bigger of a deal than it was if I hadn't known that I was accepted in my house. And the reason I'm able to go and wear rainbows at church and the reason I'm able to wear pride shoes and be outward when somebody asks who I am and if that's my identity is because I know I'm not going to get repercussions for it when I go back home. And it's the reason I'm able to be so strong about it. I remember we had a family gathering and I was talking with my uncle and he asked why I always wear rainbows because I was 
I showed up and I was wearing my pride shoes because they're like the only shoes I ever wear and rainbow bracelets and rainbow socks. And my uncle's like, why do you wear so much rainbow? And I told him that one of my main reasons is because I've seen so many people who can't talk about their identity. And I've come across so many people who feel like they're the only person in the room who's like that. And I've gone into places where I haven't been fully accepted for it. And it doesn't feel good. Because it feels really alienating to hear someone, especially someone who you thought loved and cared about you, call you things or make you feel a certain way because of who you love. And I have a strong enough foundation and solid sense of self that nothing can really shake that part of me. And so if me wearing rainbows proves to anyone like, hey, you're not alone and hey, there's someone else like you and I can use my voice when you feel like you can't, then I'm going to keep doing it. (laughs) And so, like, parents, be loving and accepting towards your kids. And honestly, I think, I mean, I feel like I've taught you guys some things, right? Would you say that's I have learned so much from you because what I've been able to do is I've been able to pull back all the layers and all the, we're going to mark this X, bullshit stories that... I got programmed with that I saw that I knew wasn't right. And, and I've always been accepting and, and loving, but I've always been at the like, until, until you came along that of understanding what does that mean? Where's this? Cause I could, I could never really find myself in it because I just mm-hmm. always loved everybody. I just always, I've always been accepting That's how I was raised. My parents mm-hmm. did a really good job at that. Right. And so I never really could find myself in those conversations. I saw the ridiculousness of it. Right. I saw the we can do better, but I, I can never found, find myself in it. And then here I am. Mm-hmm. I'm the father of a 12, 12 year old who's come out in a very big way because she's got a huge podcast and was just named top 40 under 40 by Podcast Magazine. Well, all of a sudden, I've found myself in it. And what I realize is that, is that the only reason why anybody, especially dealing with your children, would hold on to hatred or fear is because they're not solid in their faith and they don't understand. They don't understand themselves. They don't understand the programming. They don't understand the basic foundational principles of what makes us human. Why we do the things we do. Why we, the hierarchy that you were talking about, right? Because we don't teach it in school. We don't teach it to our children. We don't know how to get it. And ultimately, this is where the personal development industry goes and takes us to. This is what we teach is that in relationship and in families, in relationships in general, communication, understanding, and love above all else trumps everything. Trumps everything. And if it's not love, it's it, then then why would you want it? Why would you accept it? Why would you say that you're, you're so right that you're willing to fight to the death and destroy relationships that you care about or you say you care about because you so want to be right because of, of an unfounded belief or fear 
that is not faith, that is not love. And when I found myself there, I was like, huh, what a gift. So thank you. Thank you. Um, we're going to start wrapping up. I do have final thoughts. Mom, do you, you've just been kind of sitting and observing. Do you have any final thoughts before I share? Oh, no, I'm, I'm love to hear yours. Okay. Thank you. My final thoughts, and Dad, thank you for saying that, mm-hmm. of for those out there like me who are listening to the show and who you, you're either struggling with or you're trying to find your identity, and with all the scariness in the world, I promise it is worth it. And I think a lot of the times, I remember we sat down in a church parking lot when we were talking and we were talking about like the don't say gay bills and stuff because I was just furious about it because it felt like we were just taking steps back and my amazing life givers helped me see that sometimes you have to take steps backwards and sometimes the steps backwards I mean look at any history of brown social justice and whatever there was a lot of steps that had to be taken backwards in order to turn around and walk forwards in another direction. And sometimes it's scary. And sometimes you're not too sure if you're going to be loved and accepted for who you are. But I promise there's people out there who love and accept you for who you are. And I mean, I'm one of those people. And if you feel like you're not loved and accepted in your household, come join our community because we love and accept you for who you are. We'll be your online parents and household. I cannot be your parent because I am 12, but I will love lovingly walk alongside you. And for the parents listening to give you some tough love, if there is any doubt in your mind that you have to be hateful. And I, I think a lot of the times people don't necessarily feel like, Oh, I have to hate this person. But if there's any question in your mind, of loving your child because of who they are. Also come join our community so we can talk with you. And it can be confusing. And if you're out there and you're not too sure and you don't fully understand everything, that's okay. And it's okay to be confused. And we love you, even in the confusion. And just love your child. It's that simple. That's all there is. Just love your child, period. That's it. Like, that could have been the entire episode just us saying love your child because that that's how important it is and you cannot love your child without fully loving and accepting yourself so love and accept yourself love and accept your child and we'll get through the confusion together we got this and for those listening remember join our community please we are so excited to talk with you and so excited to connect with you and love on you there just come join us come play with us please it'll be really fun um we've been talking all about inclusionary parenting and from our family to yours we We love love you. you bye for now thank you for listening to the superpower network go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today